how on earth, Jax, like, can someone be earning that much from as young as, I don't know, let's say 20 years old, um, and then it increases up until, you know, their, their 30s even. How can someone be earning that much and then all of a sudden, once they've retired in their late 30s or early 40s, within a few years, they declare bankruptcy? What's going wrong here, Jax? Hello and welcome to World Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Yo, Peter, I'm pretty f- cool. I'm pretty all right. Um, at the point of recording this podcast, it seems like my my football team that I support are actually doing all right now. So I'm I'm, I'm a bit all right. I'm a bit chuffed. Um, but in saying that, I just remembered who I'm speaking to. <laughs> <laughs> You remember the person that keeps track of all of these little quotes that you mentioned and then come the end of the season in May, I will bring this back up and say, how is your team doing now? Absolutely. But no, all in all, I'm pretty good. Um, We started 2023. Um, I'm in full swing. Um, I'm enjoying the year so far. And yeah, how about you? How you doing, man? Yeah, likewise, man. We're in, in that sort of limbo season, as they call it, I think, where, you know, just kind of still enjoying the the break in between um the festive season and the new year and going back to work and all that stuff so i'm in a restful season at the moment so i definitely cannot complain man that's great to hear that's great to hear and i'm also looking very forward to this episode i think it's an episode that many people can uh, learn from um we have so many listeners nowadays and i think um some of these listeners could potentially be uh you know athletes and and that kind of stuff or people earning a higher income um or may even have children um that mm-hmm. that will be hitting that kind of milestone at some point as well no absolutely and before we even touch on the topic um the mindset um you know discussion that we always mention which is actually relevant to any and everyone really um i think it'll be quite relevant to what we're going to be discussing today but before we even go into that just a massive welcome to our listeners wherever you are we appreciate you we support you know we're very grateful for the support that you show us and um, we can week out so yeah man just want to show our appreciation for you but now as jack's um alluded to it today we're going to be reflecting and discussing um, a particular topic, and it come out of an article that we've seen quite recently, which was um, about um, a known athlete, um, professional sportsman, um, who has had to, recently had to declare bankruptcy. Now, Jacks, with this, stats tell us that quite a significant amount um, of athletes, let's look at, we're here in the UK, but athletes all over the world, this is quite relevant to you, but here in the UK, a significant amount um of footballers who retire um they apparently go bankrupt or declare bankruptcy within five years of retirement so we're going to be talking a lot about this actually like why is it jacks that professional sports people you know we, we hear of people earning thousands of pounds or dollars per week let alone yeah mm-hmm. Like well, hundreds of thousands, exactly, hundreds of thousands, like hundreds yeah. of thousands of pounds. Um, like that is absolutely crazy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's interesting you mentioned uh football. Um, here in the UK we call football. Well, and in, in America they call it soccer. Soccer, <laughs> soccer. <laughs> uh, but you know, um, here in the UK is is football is the one of the sports that we we are aware of. 
that uh, a lot of athletes uh, struggle after their career has ended. Um, and America is actually even more prevalent in American football, um, mm. where where many people uh, retire. Uh, it's, it's well known that they really struggle. And I can't remember the statistics off by heart, but it was uh, quite shocking when I first came across it that actually a high, very high percentage of American footballers who retire or go bankrupt within the first five years. Hmm. Now, now, this is... And the reason why we say it's crazy, it's not even about the fact that um, sports people, professional um, men and women earn X, may earn X amount um, of thousands of pounds. Like that's a whole nother debate. Um, you know, it's a it's a particular market and value that they bring to the market. So this is even about the fact that one may earn so much relatively, but really understanding, you know, let's take a footballer here in the UK, Jax. I'm not gonna give the example of you know the best footballers in the Premier League because you know that's a small number and it's very easy to say oh what they're earning £250,000 per week which is true for some but on average it will be a little lower than that but still significant so let's take you know 50k a week for example Jax which is a huge amount because that's more than a lot of people's week uh, yearly salaries here in the UK Um, how on earth Jax like can someone be earning that much from as young as, I don't know, let's say 20 years old um, and then it increases up until, you know, their their 30s even. How can someone be earning that much and then all of a sudden, once they've retired in their late 30s or early 40s, within a few years, they declare bankruptcy? What's going wrong here, Jax? Yeah, um, I think the answer is is mainly twofold, uh, but we can expand on it much more throughout the episode. I think uh, a big one from the research that I've done um, really comes down to um, the amount of debt they actually take out hmm. during the actual uh, tenor as, as a professional athlete. Um, and the second one is, is taxes. Um, or not not actually being intentional with with paying it um these are the main two things that really kind of put a nail in the coffin when it comes down to um them reaching that stage where they actually need to uh, declare bankruptcy because essentially bankruptcy occurs uh first when you become insolvent which is where your liabilities exceed your assets mm. um so that's why we measure things like debt their, their debts that they have actually exceed um the cash their assets that they actually have and at that moment uh, they can actually declare bankruptcy and it doesn't necessarily mean they don't have any money but as you said it means that their their liabilities has far exceeded um their assets essentially Absolutely, absolutely. Which is why they can they can actually declare bankruptcy and which is why it's not too much of a shock because, um, again, when we talk about personal finance here on World Finance Podcast, one of the things we focus on is for people to pay attention to, of course, their income statement, which is how much income is coming in versus the expenses going out. And then we go one step further to say, OK, after that, look at your assets versus your liabilities. And mm-hmm. that's what we try to achieve. Right. We talk about it in our episodes on how to build wealth for the long term, how to prepare financially for 2023. It's always about finding ways to increase our income, to keep our expenses uh, reasonable and low, um, and then to increase our assets whilst reducing the, the liabilities. And that's how we build wealth long term. So when you find people uh, declaring bankruptcy, they haven't obviously listened to the Wolf Finance podcast and listened to our blueprint. <laughs> 
for a real fan. I'm sure we'll touch on that in a bit in terms of just around education for some of um, these um, athletes. But as you're talking, Jax, is it fair to almost assume, well, not assume, but to say this is also quite proportionate. So for the average individual um, who may be earning, um, I don't know, um, I mentioned 50K per year, and then as they progress in their in their career and that increases as well but is it fair to say this is proportionate to what we're talking about just because an athlete is earning 50k a week it doesn't mean it isn't relevant to someone that is earning 50k a year yeah yeah I mean it doesn't matter um how much you're earning remember numbers are numbers percentages are percentages right Mm. so um if you're earning a million pounds and you spend a million pounds your net is still zero Mm. (laughs) so um, it really doesn't matter the actual uh, numbers that we're speaking of. And actually, this is what causes a lot of the issues, um, a lot of the negligence, which is because you may earn or someone may, may earn a higher income in terms of nominal amounts, actual numbers, they then don't understand that actually they can't go ahead and spend ridiculously as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things I always say, is don't live your life according to your net worth or what you think is your net worth, which is which is one thing, but if they go even a step further where they don't even live according to the net worth, they live according to their income. Mm. And I think that's that's the problem. The problem, And we can dive into it in a, in a bit more detail to see why this actually happens. Is it because they're just negligent? Is, is it a lack of knowledge and wisdom? Is it psychological? There's, there's a bit more to it than just, mm. you know, the fact that they're, they're spending too much money. And I love that bit where you said living according to their income. And, I'll probably expand on that living according to their current income because with yes. you know professional athletes it's from the majority of them obviously they can go on and do other stuff in media entertainment all of that stuff which gives them a significant amount but for the majority of them what they earn as an athlete is probably going to be arguably the most they're going to earn if that makes sense yeah yeah and and, and you know is that is the time frame of their actual careers as well you know mm. um you mentioned the the fact that someone might be earning uh let's we use the 50k example per week for a 20 year old right mm. um you know the chances are when they hit 30 their career starts uh, going downhill from there mm. um those that do extremely well may go up to the age of, of 35 mm. um but we know Generally, once you hit 30, 31, uh, most clubs now see you as like you're maybe 90 years old <laughs> in the athlete world. <laughs> you know, so they're looking for younger talent. They're looking for assets that can actually appreciate over time rather than you who's depreciating over time. So um, that's that's only 10 to 15 years mm. of, of actually earning an extremely high income. And I think one of the major problems is the fact that, you know, yes, the income is great, but, you know, if you're not thinking longer term, um, this can really, really put downwards pressure on your lifestyle because if you try to maintain your lifestyle, and I guess I'm answering the question already, mm. a lot of it is trying to live a lifestyle for today. But also, Peter, what happens with a lot of these people um, is once you've come out of your um, your income um, stage where you was earning a lot or you've actually retired, you've created a lifestyle that you want to keep up mm. um, without the income. And that's a problem. And how do, how do you how do you keep up a lifestyle when you actually don't have the income to support it? Mm. You take out debt, right? Mm. Or even prior to that, as you're actually earning higher income, guess what? Some athletes actually do they actually take out debt during that period as well, mm. right? Because we also have to remember, Peter, that you know they are also in a community, a society where everyone around them may be higher income earners. Mm. 
okay? And there are also concepts of keeping up with the Joneses in different societies. Mm. So, um, like we spoke to Drew, we spoke to 10 episodes, one of our episodes, recent episodes, talking about how he ended up spending quite a lot of money during his time as a, as a fo- professional footballer. Mm. You know, these things happen because you're in a world where everyone around you is, is also uh, spending a lot of money. So if you're not intentional and proactive, two key words we preach here on the board for another podcast, the chances are you're probably setting yourself up for failure, which is what often happens to a lot of these athletes. And you also find that a lot of these athletes are from similar backgrounds as well. And that's mm-hmm. another conversation altogether. Wow, wow, wow. And, and and you know, talking on that that debt piece as well, like, I, I, I guess the question goes to what does actually... Could, can that can that actually look like because isn't there something as earning so much where you you don't even know what you can spend it on if that makes sense like what is that debt going to yeah a lot of it goes to uh, consumer goods um so you know whilst us that don't earn 50 grand a a week may may not understand why someone would not buy a lamborghini cash Mm. um a lot a lot of people don't right because the opportunity cost of spending that cash it's high. You can use that money for something else. So uh, they may take out a debt, knowing full well that they have the income to back it. Mm. Um, and that's that's the thing. When you when you have the income to back it, that's fine in the short term, but it only takes one mishap or it only takes one injury or it only takes something to go wrong where the income is not flying in, like a, a, a sharp end to your career and you're, you're in a situation that's diabolical. And I think that's what also happens during a lot of these uh, athletes' careers. Wow, I, you know, and I, I'll give a, a, an example, and only because he's he's also spoken about it, and it's you know just part of his journey. He's okay financially, but he's just spoken about it as an example. Um, the sports pundit, um, Micah Richards, who who works for Sky Sports, um, used to play for Man City, um. <laughs> lovely personality I'm a big fan of him as a pundit but he was speaking about you know when he came to Man City as a 20 year old he's in his 30s now but as a 20 year old he was earning 50k a week and back then I know right now that's not even that crazy but back then that was a lot for a 19 20 year old and he he was saying you know he would go out he would fly out to Las Vegas and spend like 160k on a night and it will be on like drinks and all of these little things as well with these mates and stuff and you'll hear stories of people that you know are going out with their their people but they're sports people now they don't even drink and stuff but they have to buy out tables and impress their friends and spend grands and stuff on the night and stuff and it's like all of this stuff is happening but you know it's about the a lot of it is thinking about the current income you're receiving now and not really thinking about the next 10 20 30 years yeah yeah and it's interesting um, i actually saw um a post by him where he mentioned that you know he was at city and he was doing these things mm. and then he came into um the the um training with um i think andy cole who okay. is um a, a great uh, legend of manchester united oh, wow. so i don't really know what he was doing at sea at the time i think it was city <laughs> <laughs> but um and, and he had this uh amazing watch on a uh, really expensive watch and mm-hmm. um, andy cole made a comment about um you know how your parents are still living in xyz and you have this watch on mm-hmm. uh you know fix up kind of thing um and he took that he really took that in so mm-hmm. 
you know that that's actually very interesting you mentioned that you know and, and this is what happens as a 20 year old of course if you're earning that much money you want to you want to live a certain lifestyle and, and as i said earlier you know when you um come from a certain background where that kind of money is alien to you you've never seen that kind of money or your family your family tree hasn't seen that kind of money um at all when you do earn it it is not easy to not misuse it Mm. um because you want to do all those things that you couldn't do or your family couldn't do when when they were earning a standard amount of money Mm. so there's that aspect yeah wow absolutely and i'm not too sure about the nfl but i know football here in the uk it's pretty much um what you call a working class sport so a lot of footballers um that come in and their family tree wouldn't have seen that kind of money um which is probably partly why i think a lot of people actually don't like the fact that footballers earn um, a lot because they can't stand to see working class people thrive. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. Um, you don't get that much anger towards golf players, but that's a whole nother story for another day. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's absolutely um, just yeah, crazy and interesting to see, man. Yeah, and, and look, let's let's talk about that further. You know, talking about the working class um, actually becoming footballers, and and it has a pros and cons. Right, it's amazing to see, it's exciting to see, um, the financial empowerment that comes with it. But of course, what we're talking about today is the downside, the negative side of it as well. Um, and also, you got to remember that hey, look, uh, if you haven't seen that kind of money before, and you have never, your whole family don't have the experience of even seeing this money or managing this kind of money. Um, aside from just making bad decisions um, yourself or, or more so more so irresponsible decisions, let me put it that way, um, there's that respect. But there's also the respect of, actually, I don't, I don't really know what to do, <laughs> right? So um, one of the things that also goes wrong, actually, Peter, with um, some of these people is they also make bad investments or they have or they put a trust in bad financial advisors. Mm. Um, and just going into that a bit in a bit more detail, what happens is um, a lot of these people have been scammed, by the way, by, yeah, by yeah. Of, of course, financial advisors or bad accountants and that kind of stuff. Um, and also some of the investments they've made actually probably didn't match the risk tolerance or risk profile of the athlete. Um, because when we when we talk about investing, we've got objectives, timeframes and risk profiles. Um, it may seem that a risk profile must be higher for an athlete because his or, or her income is really high. But actually, it may not be down to the person's experience and, and family income, okay, or, or, or that kind of stuff. So it could well be that they are kind of advised to invest in highly risky uh, investments, such as, um, let's say, angel investing, mm. right? Investing in businesses that have just started up um, we know that a high percentage of these uh, businesses fell. Mm. You know, we know it. So that's I think that's actually very common. Where uh, you know, oh, my friend has just started a startup. Should I invest millions and 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 help him or her out? Mm. Um, and you know, we can make lots of money. There's that aspect, and then there's that aspect of hey, there's a startup. If you get in early, you're going to make lots and lots and lots of money. Um, and you know, if you're not educated, you don't come that that kind of background. You want to focus on your football and having your fun. So when your financial advisor comes with this idea, of course you're going to go for it because you're trusting the the advisor who's qualified uh, on paper at least to be giving you advice. Um, mm. But like on the World Finance Podcast, what we believe is yes, financial advisory is good, 
we believe if everyone can have a, a financial advisor, that's great. Similar to things like personal trainers, mm-hmm. these coaches are, are great. But we also encourage individuals to at least get to a stage where they themselves are financially educated to make certain decisions mm. so that they don't have to completely be reliant on uh, financial advisors to give them everything. Because, mm. you know, what's stopping them from, from misleading you or giving you information that's not actually true or or misleading? So, yeah, mm. that, that also happens a lot, Peter, where they just have bad financial advisors or bad accountants. Earlier, I said um, a big issue. One of the things that really, really hits, not just footballers, by the way, Peter, this actually mm. happens with um, a lot of higher income mm. earners and entertainers, even in the in the film industry. Um, there was a particular um, actor and, and uh, I think it's a director as well. And he was talking about, you know, um, he made a very popular show that both me and you have watched. Um, and he earned lots of money and he moved on to something else and something else. But what happened was he, as an actor, he had a limited company open, right? Because mm-hmm. they're basically contractors. And so what was happening is, of course, he, he was getting paid into his uh, business account, yeah, a limited business account. Um, but because he wasn't educated enough and he wasn't, you know, really taught well by his accountant or guided by his accountant or tax advisors, he was consistently just taking money out of his business and not knowing that he had to pay tax, mm. right? Because when you take mm. out money, for, because remember, when, when the money goes into the business, the business is a separate entity from you. Mm. So the business has to pay corporation tax, okay? And which he actually knew about. What he didn't know about is the fact that the income he was actually pulling out from the business also picked up on income tax, mm. right? Um, and dividend tax, and so what happened was he was just one day hit with this huge bill um, to pay all the income tax that he hadn't been paying. And of course, because he didn't know about it, he hadn't, he didn't have the liquidity, he didn't have the cash to pay for it. And again, of course, that's what happens to a lot of people. All of a sudden they're hit with these tax bills. And then of course, they don't have the money stored up for it. So they have to declare the bankruptcy. And this isn't, you know, we're not talking, especially when you're earning so much, we're not talking a couple of hundreds or a couple of thousands. We're talking a significant amount, which you was not expecting. Yeah. And, and mm. so that's that's why when people seem shocked, that, oh, how can someone be earning uh, hundreds of thousands and all of a sudden they're de- declaring bankruptcy? Listen, mm. the harder, well, how does it go? Uh, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Or something mm, like that so mm. you know the, the tax was also in hundreds of thousands so it, it really hurts them if you're not prepared for it it really hurt it really hurts them and I was, that's why i say this is a percentage game mm. um it doesn't matter whether we're talking about someone who is earning just ten thousand pounds a year if you're if that person is, is hit with a ten thousand pounds um tax bill that's going to hurt them mm-hmm. same way mm-hmm. if someone's earning 10 million a year and they get hit with a 10 million tax bill that's going to completely mm. destroy them so Absolutely. that's actually a very, very common way to, uh, or a common thing that happens to a lot of higher earners, um, including footballers and other entertainers, and actually generally higher earners. Wow. And yeah, as you said, higher earners, man, sports person or not. And, and, and just on the financial advice of it, it is crazy because, you know, when you all of a sudden start earning money you've never seen before, nowhere near um, seen before, um, and then you get a financial advice, it's like, and you 
you know, you're not 100% sure of how they're leading you. It's like, I'm just going to put all of my trust and faith in them. But one of the things we spoke about, even on our episode, we've done an episode, episode 46 and 47, should I get a financial advisor? We always talk about, you know, when you are selecting a financial advisor, ensuring that they have the heart of an educator. Do you leave that meeting with them feeling more educated and more encouraged to do your own research and learn more about this or do you feel like oh this person subject do you have a gut feeling that this person is potentially doing something that might not be 100 percent right yeah 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 which comes with um always um asking for options or, or him or her the financial advisor should always give you options mm. and always give you all the pros and cons of making a financial decision hmm. wow 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 no man that's yeah that's that's so deep, man. Um, and yeah, just add that example of how one can be hit with such an expense that they were just not preparing for. So um, I guess what I do want to ask, Jax, is what can people do to better prepare? And again, I know we're focusing on sports people, but generally, you know, this is irrelevant. As you said, it's a percentage game. It's relevant to people that have a desire to increase their income by whatever amount. But um, particularly, I guess, focusing on the people that are earning quite a lot, what else are some of the reasons why they might get into this situation of having to declare bankruptcy? Yeah, so um, in, in answer to your question about, you know, what else happens, as I said, a lot of it comes down to the formula. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes down to income versus expenditure, assets versus liabilities. That's what it really comes down to, right? Um, so even when they are trying to accumulate assets, it's, it's the type of assets they're trying to accumulate. Mm-hmm. It's, it's understanding um, the income and how sustainable that income is. But the key thing here is the fact that a lot of these people lack um, assets that actually, you know, um, meet the, the future objectives. Okay, so sometimes they buy assets that may that may suit their current objectives, but you know we're talking about them going bankrupt, particularly after they are retired, mm. which means before um you actually start investing in more risky assets, you want to build a foundation of um a well diversified portfolio of assets that are not too risky that will look after you in the future, and mm. and that's what people should really start off with, you know, building a, a base. You know, not going too complicated straight away and not getting too um, motivated or, or, or what's the word I'm looking for? Con- convinced? Convinced to move into something more risky because it sounds better. So again, the example I, I mentioned earlier was things like angel investing. Yes, you're going to hear about um, some success stories like you always do with, with everything. So mm. there are many athletes that, um, you know, took the risk on some angel investment startups and it actually paid off. Um, I know, I know Shaquille O'Neal, um, the, the mm. famous basketball player, has, has made some pretty good investments in, in that area. but And it's paid off, but it doesn't always pay off. And I think that's important to, to, to know and understand. Um, so I would encourage everyone, actually, not just higher earners, everyone, as you're building your asset column or if you're in that asset accumulation stage, the key thing is to start off with a base um, start off with, with a, a solid foundation and then build up on that foundation and move more riskier as you move up that kind of pyramid. So start off with the standard, um, let's say, index funds and mutual funds in a world diversified portfolio of, of, of assets through your ISAs and pensions, for example. And then even better, let's maybe start off with a standard family battle plain vanilla. Start off with those things, you know. No, well, <laughs> yeah not just going straight into development for example yeah. or going straight into these, some of these more complicated 
um uh what's the word they're looking looking for complicated strategies yeah. um that may not work for you and you may not even have the experience start off the plain vanillas and build from there and as you build your experience you build your income then you can actually take more risk that's one way to kind of hedge against uh financial disasters but apart from that um yeah it's, it's always important to do um some sort of you know audit yourself every so often to see where you actually stand no, I love that, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so, Jax, I guess, you know, um, we've spoken a, uh, quite a lot about, you know, how people may fall into such circumstances. I guess let's continue to start focusing on what can actually be done and focusing maybe even on the education piece, you know. There are aspiring sports people, all people that just want to increase their income by a significant amount and stuff like that. But what can be done, particularly for to prevent things like this with sports people? So by the time they're 35, they're not declaring bankruptcy. Yeah, the, the, the key thing here will definitely go back to the education. Um, mm -hmm. So whilst we can talk about all the technicalities of things they can do in terms of uh, managing their money, I think actually becoming more financially educated, financially literate, that really, really helps. Um, like I said earlier, with certain things, you yourself need to get to a certain stage. And the way we can do that is for, to start them young. So what we do here, even at World Finance, um, the actual core of our, of our social enterprise is we are in the community and we educate young people, particularly those from underserved backgrounds, um, to become more financially educated um, from a very young age because that's where you start to build certain habits, certain ideologies and that kind of stuff. And actually, interesting, we're talking about football. I've got I've got a friend that I'm planning to do a session with, uh, with the World Finance uh, team, where he is, a, is a, a football coach, has his own football training academy. Many, many years of his, uh, his students have actually, you know, signed for big clubs, including Watford, Crystal Palace, Arsenal, uh, etc so it would be great for example for even them to have a session not just for the, the young people but even for their parents mm. to become more financially educated so that they understand that this thing they're going into is amazing is great but um, it comes with a lot of money and money management is a very very important skill in every person's life especially mm. when you're handling so much money as a great show once said with great power comes great responsibility. For real, for real. And you know what? Like, we have to be honest. Um, for someone earning a... They, I think in life, there's a reason why certain things happen the way it happens. If you are quite young and you all of a sudden get given a significant amount of money, that is... It's, it's exciting to know, obviously, but that is no easy task to be able to understand how am I going to manage this for now but more importantly for my future um how am I going to manage the external factors people around you know all of a sudden you've got <laughs> amount of money your parents may have quite a strong influence on you when you're still young because you're still you know you know you might be 19 20 but you're still their child and stuff like that how do you manage all of this without ever having edu any education on money management in general yeah yeah it's 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 difficult you know so you know at work finance we're not we're not here to blame or shame anyone um that's that's not what we're about hmm. uh, because we ourselves we've made a handful of financial mistakes which is why 
we are so um, passionate about um, you know bringing forth financial education to, to, to everybody, but particularly including young people, particularly those that have not seen money before um, that, you know, as time goes on, we, we hope by following certain principles, we all build wealth and manage wealth properly. Um, is in our best interest and it's the best interest of our, of our family to do so. Um, but yes, the financial education aspect is so important. I think we are in a, in, in a, in a generation where access to information is, is right there. Um, you can learn a lot from listening to podcasts, from you know watching the right videos, from reading the right books. You don't have to be a complete expert. Um, but the thing about finance is, if I'm brutally honest, a lot of it is behavioral. Mm. Um, and and you can learn some concepts very, very, very quickly. Mm. Um, and and it's not just about learning the concept, it's actually putting them into practice and then making them a lifestyle. Once those things can be done. Um, you're usually in a decent position to move forward. What will be quite irresponsible is for um, people to continue living a lifestyle um, without taking any real responsibility for their financial uh, future. That's when we, we move into areas where you know bad decisions are made, and it's just pure negligence, and, and that's not what we want. We want for our for our future. No, I love that, man. I love that, man. Um, Paul Jets, I'm gonna give you um some time to to think about uh wrapping up on a few points as well. But um, I'm gonna take this time to just do what we normally do and give a shout out to where we're getting new listeners or areas where we've not given a shout out to before or in a very long time. And this area we're gonna give a shout out to is an area called Taupo, which is a town or an area in New Zealand. Woo, woo, woo. Welcome to the World Finance Podcast. Um, never been to New Zealand before, never been to Australia before. Uh, it will take us ages to get there. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm not someone who loves to be on a plane for too long. The furthest I've actually been is Indonesia, which is not too far from too. Australia and New Zealand. And actually, when I was um, in Bali, um, I actually met quite a few people from Australia and New Zealand. So welcome to the World Finance Podcast. You're here with myself, Jax, and the car host, Peter. On this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want to know more about what we do in a community, you can find us at www.walkfinance.co.uk. And if you want to follow us on social media as well, we are on uh, Instagram. That's the Walk Finance team. And you can also search for us even on LinkedIn, Walk Finance as well. Um, so yeah, welcome to the Walk Finance podcast. I hope you're gaining tons of value. If you want to know more and you want to engage with us and talk to us, slide in our DMs. We encourage all our listeners to slide into our DMs and ask us questions and you know give us suggestions of topics you would want us to speak about. And I would also like to take this opportunity to encourage our listeners to rate us on our different platforms be that spotify soundcloud or any platform you are listening to us make sure you rate us make sure you leave us a comment and obviously some of these episodes are much much longer um videos or longer episodes where you can learn much more about things specifically for your circumstances you can download episodes you can download these episodes and save them for later and listen to them again in your spare time absolutely man thank you very much for that bro and thank you very much to our, our new listeners as well man we really do appreciate you we recognize you and we encourage you to stay on the journey with us and to all of our listeners as well but um Jax, man any final points on you know, just this 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 area that we've been speaking on. It's really interesting, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I will conclude by um, highlighting again two of the biggest things that mainly affect the highest of earners and how they end up bankrupt, which comes down to um, being hit with tax bills that they were not you know, prepared for. So tax is a huge one. So in that respect, make sure you have a good accountant, you have good tax advisors, make sure you pay your taxes on time and make sure you have um, savings um, potentially on, in a separate pot to be able to pay your taxes, okay? So that's one. And the second one is debt, uh, being hit with a huge debt um, kind of bill where you need to pay your creditors for something. Um, again, we don't encourage people to take out excessive amounts of debt, even if they have the income to pay it. Um, if you are going to take out debt, make sure it is an extremely small proportion of your overall income. And remember, income is directly linked to your time and efforts, um, especially when we talk about active income. When we're talking about your career, we're talking about active income. So, you know, keep that in mind. Debt and taxes are the main two. Remember that when we talk about building wealth, it almost always comes down to a very similar formula of income versus expenses and assets versus reliabilities. What we're trying to do is to find ways to increase our income and also diversify our income. We're trying to keep our expenses reasonable, as low as possible, focusing more on um, needs than wants. And even when we move into the wants section, it has to be very affordable. And then you want to focus on your assets versus your liabilities. You want to make sure that your assets by far exceed your liabilities. And actually, when you are in a position where you are earning a higher income, you have a better opportunity to increase your assets as quickly and as fast as possible. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is the fact that I want people to really understand that when it comes to building assets, uh, make sure you buy and accumulate assets that actually meet your risk profile. So just because you're earning a high income doesn't mean you need to take excessive amounts of risk. So you don't necessarily have to just focus on startups. You can invest in a well-diversified portfolio of um, equities, real estate, bonds, and that kind of stuff. Or you can outsource that to a, an investment manager. And if you're going to outsource that to an investment manager or a financial advisor, make sure that these people first have a heart of an educator. Make sure that they speak to you with all the different opportunities that are in front of you. Make sure that you uh, understand all the pros and mainly all the cons or risks attached to some of the decisions you're about to make before you actually make those decisions. Um, and lastly, I do understand that many people don't come from a money background and it could well be that they find themselves earning a higher income. The key thing is to be composed with how you actually spend that money. So that's that's kind of what I would say generally. But the last thing is you yourself, um, you want to be at a stage where you are financially educated. Um, and you can start doing that by reading books, listening to podcasts, um, of course, following the World Finance team. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end it, man. No, that's so useful. And I'm just even imagining if I was a 20, 21-year-old um, uh, athlete doing fairly well um, financially-wise as well, how useful it would be just to hear discussions like this because that's what it's about right when you have discussions like this and on any other platforms I'm sure there's you know you can go on YouTube and you can hear different discussions like this but the more you hear discussions like this the more it just 
provokes that thought and you know encourages people to actually do their own research and educate themselves well hopefully so Nama it's been a super interesting thought-provoking uh, discussion absolutely bro um, and I love these discussions because not only um, are they relevant to for example this episode it was for the higher earners um, but this is relevant to everybody including mm. ourselves so I like to have these discussions so it reminds me also to be mindful of how I'm managing my money as well. Love it, love it, love it now, man. Thanks very much, Jax, man. As always, man, always good to catch up and chop it up. Um, so, yeah, until the next time, bro. And for our listeners, remember all, stay, stay woke. woke.